I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Georgia, who is the attorney who helped us to break down the Trump legal charges and discuss them. Um, I hope if you guys do enjoy that type of content, I can definitely try and book more experts to come on the show and help us break things down on different topics. So just let me know how you felt about it. And if you want to see more of that, or if you have an expert to recommend, or if you yourself are an expert, that would be even better. I love to have you on the show. I also wanted to say welcome back from Easter break. I appreciate you guys bearing with me as I observe those Catholic holidays. Anywho, today we have two mini stories here at the top for you guys. And then we're going to go over all of the different ramifications of these various leaked documents and what they are, how they got leaked, all of the tea to do with the leaked documents. And then we are ending the day talking about the shooting in Kentucky and what we know as of now. Let's jump into it. So like I said, first up, we have two mini stories. The first one, a judge has ruled that Rupert Murdoch and the other Fox News executives can be forced to testify in the Dominion voting machines case. If you guys remember, they are suing Fox News for claiming repeatedly that the Dominion voting machines were rigged in Joe Biden's favor in the 2020 presidential election. So the voting machines company has chosen to sue Fox News for these false claims or what they say are false claims. We'll see how it pans out and we'll be sure to keep you guys posted. For our second mini story, the mother of that six-year-old boy who shot his teacher is now facing charges. She left a loaded firearm within the reach of a child, and that is dangerous for so many reasons, even beyond what ended up happening. The child could have hurt himself or another kid. Someone definitely could have been killed, and ultimately, it is the job of the gun owner to make sure that that firearm is locked up safe, and she didn't do that. next up for today, leaked documents. So there's a lot to cover here and we're going to spend the bulk of this episode sort of dissecting what has happened and what exactly these leaked documents said and the different kind of ramifications. Let's jump in. So recently, there were some U.S. military classified documents that leaked to the press or (laughs) to the public, I guess I should say, revealing a potential mole somewhere along the pipeline. 
The documents also contained a ton of info about the Russia-Ukraine war, but also info about our allies such as South Korea and Israel. They appeared on social media, so Minecraft, Discord, Telegram, Twitter, and YouTube. They appear to be photos of classified documents from Pentagon briefings. They looked like they had been folded up at some point, so potentially hidden in a pocket or smuggled out of a building in some way. It's even possible that they're fake, that they're not real. The U.S. government has not confirmed that they are real. However, it has been reported by CNN that there is an investigation opened by the Justice Department to get to the bottom of what happened with these leaks. So it's kind of feeling like they probably are real to some extent. And the Biden administration said that they were making moves to try and scrub the documents from the Internet. However fruitless that effort might be. As we know, the Internet is forever. Many experts, however, do agree that the documents seem to have been modified, quote unquote. Now, that could mean a lot of different things, but it's making a lot of people raise an eyebrow towards Russia because something like that just feels right out of their playbook, right? And as of right now, it's hard to say what the motive might have been in leaking these documents, but a lot of info was released to the public. So let's walk through what we learned, although it has to come with a huge disclaimer. We don't know if any of this is true. Let's jump in. So the first nugget that we learned was that Ukraine is struggling. So there was a document that pretty much revealed that Ukraine is in dire need of ammunition in order to continue fighting back against Russian advances into their country. And the information shows that they are really losing grip on their air defenses in in particular. And such a leak could give Putin an edge in the sense of now they know where the holes are. The Ukrainian defensive against them is therefore weakened because they can continue to jab at those vulnerabilities now that they know them rather than spending their effort somewhere else. That said, the documents reveal that Russia is also struggling. These documents on the flip side showed that Russia is struggling against Ukraine too. They really point at a picture of a a struggling Russian army as well as a deeply compromised one in the sense of the U.S. knows what Russia is doing and when, you guys. Before an airstrike happens, we know it's coming and we know what they're planning to hit. This shows that the U.S. has likely really infiltrated the Russian lines and has been passing on that crucial information, most likely to the Ukrainian leadership from day one, helping them plan their line of defense. Something else we learned from these leaked documents is that there's a lot of U.S. spy efforts around the world. And according to these documents... The U.S. intelligence agencies are listening in on calls to and from important allies of ours, including Ukraine itself. Some of Ukraine's top leadership, both military and political, 
are being wiretapped. So basically, there's no one that we're not spying on. But the problem here is now that these countries know they're being spied on by the U.S. and what information we have, they may be able to snuff out those sources of information, cutting off our supply. This could also seriously complicate U.S. relationships with those allies. I mean, wouldn't we be pissed if we learned our allies were spying on us? Like, let's say we find out France is tapping Biden's phone calls. We wouldn't be happy. That's not cool. It also calls into question the U.S. military's ability to keep secrets in the first place, which is so vital to its operations. And one last thing that these leaks did reveal were some plans from NATO to help Ukraine. Things like moving weaponry for them and just sort of planning on bolstering their efforts. Luckily, these reports did not have a ton of detail to them and they were five weeks old. So that said, you know, it's not like all of the plans were spoiled or anything like that. But to someone who is like a trained military expert over in Russia, there's definitely some nuggets of information that they probably didn't know before. So these leaks may have helped them. My big question here is if these leaks were trying to help Russia or trying to help Ukraine, why leak them to the public? Why put them out there for everyone to see? Why not sneak them over to whoever you're trying to help and keep everyone else out of it? Was Russia trying to embarrass the U.S. by revealing that we've been spying on our allies Some are suggesting it may have been a hack rather than a leak. Like, let's just say the Russians hacked the U.S. military computers and simply printed out these documents in Moscow, folded them up to make them look like they had been snuck out. You know, they could have done this espionage from across an ocean and have have us scrambling thinking there was some type of mole within our military system. The Ukrainians seem to think that it was someone pro-Russia who leaked them because they claim that some of the numbers have been distorted to show basically inaccurate death counts and things like that. So they're saying that, you know, this is definitely Russian propaganda in a sense of these are real documents, but they've been modified. So that's why they think they're from Russia. That said, as we discussed, the documents aren't exactly flattering to Russia either. I hope we can get some answers as to who did this and why, because as of now, it just seems like a very strange incident. Stay tuned. And lastly, for today, I did want to touch on the shooting in Kentucky. Of course, I do have to issue a warning here at the top. This story involves a mass shooting. Now, as of now, we don't have a ton of detail here, but a shooting went down in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, and left five people dead and six more injured. The shooting actually happened at a bank, shockingly, first thing in the morning on Monday. The old National Bank called Louisville Metro Police Department around 8.30 a.m. on Monday, yesterday, The chief of police asked the public to avoid the area for the time being, but that said, they felt there was no 
threat to the general public at this time. So I don't have much further information for you guys, but hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to go a little bit more in depth on this situation. So stay tuned for that. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, the secret to long-term happiness is not found in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy less. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.